Rochelle did something over the weekend she has never done before. She went under hypnosis. <laughs> did. Let me take a step back. I have a, a friend who was uh, my first boss when I first started in this business just shy of 30 years ago. Yeah. And he and I had a little tradition that we started the first year I was working for him where uh, I'd bring him cookies for Christmas as a way of saying thank you for everything this year. Yeah. And then even after we stopped working together, which goes 2001 is the last time we worked together, I continued stopping by his house somewhere around Christmas, Christmas Eve, bring him some cookies, catch yeah. up. Maybe I hadn't seen him all year. Sure. And this is going on. So this would have this is the 30th holiday season. Now, we were not in town on Christmas because we went to Washington for a little getaway. Mm-hmm. And then we had the kids. So we didn't get up there until a couple of days ago. Now, after he got out of the radio business, wisely, by the way, <laughs> he made yeah. a ton of money as a hypnotherapist. Yeah. And he would use his radio skills to go on and do an advertisement and say, are you having trouble? Are you feeling depressed are you eating too much are you smoking are you drinking well then he teaches you he puts you under hypnosis and has suggestions that help you break these vices yeah which is really interesting stuff it is very interesting i said i'm gonna stop over there i haven't seen him and you know just spend a half an hour catch up with the man and you said well i'll come i i I love the guy because he was at our wedding and he was at my birthday party not that long ago so okay we go over there you go by the way you think you can hypnotize me to lose weight (laughs) No, I said, can he hypnotize me to stop eating? That's what I said. I said, you should ask him. <laughs> and you did. Yeah. And he kind of gave you a little mini hypnosis session. He did. He did. It was very How would you strange. describe it? It's hard to describe. Is it what I, you expected it would be? Because you're picturing no. the guy with the little, uh, yeah. no, follow my eyes. Not, I have to tell you. So when we get in there, it's kind of uncomfortable because he's a very intimidating guy. Yeah. And he has you and I sit on the couch next to each other and he's in his, you know, in his man chair stare, staring at us. I mean, it kind of felt like we were in a therapy session. Yeah. And it? that's exactly what it felt like. Like I was at couples therapy with you and he's. That, but he's also got like a little Mr. Miyagi or Yoda vibe going yeah he? so but he's a little intimidating yeah, a so big deep voice we're sitting on the couch and i have my legs crossed and i'm kind of next to you close to you and he says well un- uncross yourself and and get comfortable i said okay but i was i was very uncomfortable i could tell you anyway i was yeah. very tense i was very nervous and i kind of don't take that type of thing seriously so to get out of my headspace to take it seriously i don't it was your idea though I know, but I didn't think he would actually do it. I was kind of kidding. <laughs> so that, and not to mention, I had really, really tight spanks on and tights on that were like destroying my stomach as it was. So I was very comfortable sitting on that chair. Oh so I was just, I looked uncomfortable. I know I did. And he started talking and he told me to close my eyes and he's doing his thing. And I, you're getting very sleepy. I did. It was so weird. I got very comfortable. I I felt my my breathing changed. I got He I, does do that voice that you would expect the hypnotist yes. to do where he goes, and you're listening to the sound of my voice. Yeah. And you're feeling comfortable. And I you're like, did. I, I didn't feel my spanks anymore. I could breathe more easily. We leave his I house, I say, How you feeling? You're like, Man, that really worked. And I said, You're gonna stop eating? You're like, Nope. No, Let's go have some no. pizza. No, but you know what? <laughs> I felt extremely tired. We had to go get a coffee. That's like true. it was weird. I was like, I don't know what the hell just happened to me, but like I, I'm still hungry, yeah. but something happened, and I need a coffee. Just follow my eyes. Yeah. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere on the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com, on your smart speaker. A lot of ways to listen. Thank you for choosing this radio show. And by the way, I know we were saying it uh, right before the holidays, but if you're a brand new listener... Uh, thank you for switching over, giving us a try. We yes. really do appreciate that. And we will do everything we can to encourage to you to listen every single day. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I say we're going to do everything we can, we're just going to do what we do. And we hope sure. that you like it. Yeah. But yep. if you don't, I'm certainly not changing for you. No.
Wasn't that great, by the way, yesterday when Joe had a temper tantrum that someone called him out for missing Very an accident on Route 9? What did he call him? A jamoke? Yeah. A buffoon? If only he sees all the the stuff that I get on here that, you know, he <laughs> Do missed Do people that. call him out all the time? No, they don't call him. I think people just, if they're driving by an accident or something and didn't hear him say it, they will just oh. make note or somebody. Because you just happen to be listening right now and didn't hear the last nine reports. Right. And I then, mean, he's on every 10 and minutes. That, and no, and that's, well, and there there are things that obviously happen right away and someone catches it. And then that's what Joe said yesterday, that it's nice when people do that because it doesn't even show up on his report yet. So he gets no. kind of a, you know, a, Sneak a peek. leap on it. But it happens sometimes. I just like them rubbing off, making him the angry person I am. <laughs> Welcome to Tuesday, January the 10th, 2023. Actor, comedian Dane Cook joining us on the Celebrity Hotline. He's got a show at the Basie. We will also have some tickets for you to attend and get show info. 1071theboss.com. Mm-hmm. Win before you can buy them. About 7.20 this morning and Dane will be checking in. We'll do the food file. Get the Fast Five, the birthdays, he said. He said. At 7.50. Hashtag mom. Confession. 7.29.20. And sometime in the 9 o'clock hour. It's going to happen between 9 and 5. We'll play a song either by Pink or Pat Benatar. And that's a chance to see her here, see her there. Yeah. Washington, D.C. and City Field. There's more on that at 1071theboss.com, too. Here we are almost a week out. Rochelle's still going through her Facebook, getting messages. People wishing her happy birthday. We had a birthday celebration over this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. Your parents were nice enough to to celebrate all weekend long, which was so, so nice. They so seem more excited about it, especially my dad, than you. I he absolutely was. He's more always looking for a uh, you know reason to celebrate, which is not a bad said, thing. No, it's great. But he was. He was very excited. He wanted to do something every day, and that's and that really is great. It's so nice. I feel so welcomed into your family, and it was well, good. It was it's nice. Been but, like five years now, so I'm glad you're finally I, feeling well, welcome know, to the family. I know, but I just like you know we don't really do a ton of birthday yeah. celebrations, and my mom doesn't. She's like, here's a hundred bucks, happy birthday, which is and that's great. great. That's yeah. great. I, I don't even. So I'm not used to All someone lovey yeah, dovey birthday cake, a party, another party, everybody in the whole family saying happy birthday. You had your uncles, your cut, everybody. I was like. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a little bummed that we left that cake behind. She got a cake that, but frosting was fantastic. Oh, okay. man. You didn't need the cake. I know I don't need it, but boy, I wanted it. <laughs> Still thinking about it's it. It's a stop and shop cake. You can go get one at stop Did and Did you shop. see my father pulled you aside and was concerned about my health? Because mm-hmm. if you look at me, clearly, uh, you know, I got a drinking problem. Um, <laughs> I'm aging rapidly. Problem. I mean, I look terrible. <laughs> You're ridiculous. He's trying to put me on a diet, right? He's concerned about your breathing. Uh-huh. So, because you're just, you go up and down the stairs and you are just up the stairs and you're you're out of breath. Well, and that's because I'm fat. Well, you also have been... And I've smoked. Well, and you've also been very congested, and as we yeah. both have, so it's been... I had pneumonia a couple of years ago. I've probably had COVID five or six times and don't even know it. Right. Because I seem to have a runny nose every two seconds, so... Yeah. So he's concerned about the breathing. That's the biggest thing, and he is... He says that I need to put my foot down and make your... <laughs> I, I, that's exactly what he said, that I need to put my foot down. Now, why would he come and an talk to me about this? Why does he go through you? Because he, he just assumes you'll push me well, around? Well, he and I started talking one You guys were up, you and your mom were upstairs doing something, and I was Washing downstairs. the dishes, doing hard labor. Yes, yeah, so we were downstairs chatting, and we just started talking, and, and it kind of just came up. So he wants you to go to the doctors and just get checked out. He's worried about you, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, What's I don't know there's that? anything wrong with it. I just think it's funny that he was afraid to bring it to me directly. I don't think he's afraid to bring it to you. I think that he just thinks, I'm your wife, and this needs to happen I have here. Because I've not had a physical in probably a decade. 
Yeah, I've never known you. The only time you've ever gone to the doctors in the time that I've known you was to go to the urgent care because you had pneumonia. Yeah. And I had to force you to do that because you were, <laughs> I'm like, you're dying. We have to go. Like, we're going. So he wants me to do the same thing and put my foot down and say, you're going. So, well, it's starting to resonate with me a little bit because it, on the other day on the show, Joe casually was like, you have diabetes, right? I'm like, no, I do not have diabetes. <laughs> uh, certainly not that I'm aware of. I don't yeah. know why I don't have any symptoms or anything. So, yeah, I, don't I just think know. it's funny. Everybody thinks I'm dying. Dying or I look well, sick. Well, you also don't go to the doctor, so you. But so that doesn't. If there's nothing wrong, what am I going to the doctor for? But you have to go get checked up because you this don't. Is, this know. is what doctors want you to think because they want the premium. Okay, it's not true. They get paid the premium anyway. They don't care whether you come or not. I mean, they, it doesn't matter. But you need to go for you. You you have some things that you could get checked out. So. <laughs> You have like a bump. You're like, it's cancer. I know it's fine. I'm like, what? I didn't what? say it was cancer. I said it could be a tumor, but I think it's benign. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Because you can look up a picture and, and it shows you everything you need to know on the internet, whether you, or not. You don't know it's benign unless it gets biopsied and tested. That's not just something you can look at. Well, like, I'm just it's not, benign. I'm just not concerned enough to go get it checked out. Well, I don't care. I am. And so I have to be strong and put my foot down well, and make you an appointment. And your father did say if he needs to step in, he will. He's so. just the kind of guy who likes, and and that's fine if that's his prerogative, but he'll go to the doctor just to go. No, you know? I do. And, and I you do, do this. I this do is too. probably the two of you are in cahoots because <laughs> you've been known to do that yourself. Yeah, just yeah. like, I got to be honest, I, your birthday present, which was much more than I expected, by the way, uh-huh. but that's fine, was to get Botox. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you need it at all. You, you're you radiant and you have nice skin. You're very you sweet. think you don't. You yes. think you look like an old hag, which is ridiculous. But see, see what I'm saying? You go to the doctor when you don't even need to. Well, that's not the doctor to Well, be I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> medical professional. I guess, yeah. It's an anesthetician. <laughs> don't ever say that on the air again. I don't know why, but that just really it annoyed me. It annoyed you. Anesthetician. That's what it's called. I was also irritated that uh, some of the cousins were making fun of me. They were saying, well, I'll just come say they were calling me a Republican. It's not that I mind being called a Republican, but I'm I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. Right, right. So the well, fact and that you they... don't ever speak about your your politics no. to anyone. Well, you so... I do. Well, to me, but not to any of your family. Well, so we talk about it on the I... air here. I think if people listen to the show every day, I'm, I am I don't like independent. That sounds like you want to be grouped, but you won't. Right. You know what I'm you saying? You like some stuff from some and some from yeah. the other. That's I would call myself like. a moderate. Yeah. So I'm somebody who's right in between and there I can get on board with different people with sure, different things. Sure, So it was offensive to me that they would try and put any kind of label on me at a put family event. Busting chops. And not only did they put a, la- I mean, they said it loud. They said it in front of everyone. And they were at making this it like it's celebration. Like I should like, be embarrassed about it, you know? Right, right. It was just unnecessary, is what it was. It's it like was I'm a Kardashian fan. They made me feel dirty. <laughs> well, I think that would have been even worse if they called you a Kardashian. They're fan. like, listen, you're 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 fat. You look like you should go to the doctor, and we think you're a Republican. <laughs> like, what is this? Thank God the cake was good. Oh, geez. What a night. <laughs> Dane Cook on the show today. Tomorrow, tentatively scheduled to join us. Legendary. Movie star, Steve Gutenberg, Police Academy. Mm. <laughs> Two men and a baby. Yes. Two oh, men yeah. and a little lady. That's right. Short Circuit. Oh, yeah. Not Short Circuit 2. <laughs> Tower of Terror, the Disney made-for-TV movie about the theme park attraction. It Takes Two with Kirstie Alley and the Olsen Twins. Oh, the late, great Kirstie Alley. <laughs> yes. And the late, great career of the Olsen Twins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some other ones I'm not thinking of here, yeah. but uh, Steve Gutenberg joining us tomorrow so that's fun i have heard by the way that he is a notorious jerk really i've heard that now i've never met the man i've never interviewed him before so i'm excited to uh, speak with him tomorrow a jerk in person or like to work with like he's is he demanding to work with or he's just like a jerk i have uh, heard from other people that uh, have interviewed him that he's a little 
standoff or she's kind of a jerk. Interesting. Okay. All but right. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and assume that absolutely. he is not a jerk and then he'll be fine. Yeah, so. absolutely. I'm almost hoping that he is because I'd like to kind of go at it. I think you guys would get along better if he is, honestly. <laughs> you guys is like two peas in a pod. You think so? Well, no, wait a minute. I'm not a jerk. Do people say that I'm a jerk? No. Not that you're a jerk. No, you're just... Cocoon? Yeah, you know. Diner? Man, he's got a lot of big movies. Oh, right, right. The Big Green? Oh, The Big Green. I forgot, forgot about, about that. about that movie. He's a new made-for-TV movie coming out this weekend on Lifetime, How to Murder Your Husband. That's what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he is not the lead in the movie, by the way. Okay, he's got, not. He's not the husband? Gutenberg out there promoting this thing. No, he is not the husband. Well, he's probably the biggest name in the movie, though, I would assume. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> You're kind of like one of those people who goes, that, is he, was that the... You know oh. you know him from something. You're yeah. just not sure what. You see the first uh, Police Academy? I've seen all the police. I mean, you love that movie, so I've seen them several times. We got uh, the HBO Max maybe two years ago, a year yeah. or so, and I went through a couple of weeks here where I went back and watched every one of the Police Academy movies. Yeah, it was a lot. Those are funny. They are. They are funny. They are funny. I mean, I know they're stupid, but they're funny. They're and the all first just one, kind of uh, the same though. Like it's, I don't. Yeah, know. I guess so. The first one has got uh, Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City in it. Oh, I don't know if I realized that. So that's another big name. Okay. At least she went on to be a big name. Right, And right. even the ones where Gutenberg leaves. There's one where they go to Miami, they go right. to Moscow. Those are funny. Just... <laughs> and the, uh, They're the, cheesy. The, the old guy in it was also the uh, the grandpa on Punky Brewster. Oh, yeah, yeah, George yeah, yeah. Gaines. Yep, yep. <laughs> but I get a feeling that even if uh, Gutenberg is pleasant tomorrow, he's going to not want to talk about the 80s. You know, he's not going to want to talk about all his, you know, just want to talk about this Lifetime movie. And that's going to. You think so? Yeah, that's going to annoy me because I want to ask him about Police Academy and Short Circuit well, with the robot. what's the worst that he can do? Hang up? You might as well ask him. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd I send mean- out a press release if he hangs up. <laughs> we'll put that shit in Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg's rude to. Uh, Local 107 one of the boss local radio DJs. Yeah. <laughs> I'll milk that sucker like a oh, cow. I'm sure you will. Right, so tomorrow, <laughs> tentatively, probably not now anymore. Right. His publicist is listening. Steve Gutenberg will be here. Time for hashtag mom. God Every morning, 720 and 920. We hear from moms, we share them on the radio just like this. At Copy Mama 99 said, My parenting style can be described as whatever works in the moment. (laughs) It's nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with that. That's just fine. That's how most of us are getting by. It is true. It's true. Hippie Vicky says, My eight year old is referring to the statue of puberty instead of the statue of liberty. So there's that. Our old buddy intern Vince, he was the statue of puberty. Hey, guys. Forever. I'm 21 and my voice is still cracking. And I have this, this mustache like a used car salesman in Mexico City. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, oh. you know. Intern Vinny. Poor intern Vinny. Don't you miss him every I single day? I do kind of miss him we, Maybe we bit. should have him on again. Maybe we should. People if, can catch up on will. what's going on with him. Can we rename him the Statue of Puberty? Yeah. <laughs> what was her name again? Hippie Vicky? Hippie, uh, hippie Vicky, yes. Do you ever see these handles and think, boy, Robbie's not going to like that at all? All the time. I generally try to look for them if I can. Just to irritate Yeah. Me. Doug Villa said, my daughter just dyed her hair turquoise and has apparently has no idea that she subjected herself to months of me asking if she's still feeling blue. <laughs> I see what you did there. Doug Villa sounds like you'd be related to Bob Vila. You just put a different <laughs> emphasis on a different syllable. I guess. Doug it's Villa, Bob name. Villa. Bob Villa, Doug Villa. I could do that all day. Don't even get me started. Oh, my God. Doug Zilla, Bob Villa. <laughs> Bob Villa, Doug Zilla. It's Doug Villa. Well, whatever. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Every morning at 720, 820, 920. Nope, just 720, 920. Send one in. You might hear yours right here at 720 and 920. Yes. Not at 820. <laughs> we got a phone call uh, Friday afternoon. 
uh, from a number we didn't know, and it turned out it was uh, the hairdresser you found for me. Yeah. And I've had kind of a tenuous relationship over the past uh, several years here with uh, my hair people. Mm -hmm. Because it started, uh, we did the show for a while out in uh, Detroit and were there for a bit. And so I found a hair person and liked him. And now we've done the show for a shorter duration of time over the past couple of years in some other locations. And it's forced me to find other hair people. And I've just struggled. Yeah. Went to a chain place. Right. Went to a uh, place that had like college people cutting your hair. Mm -hmm. Tried that out. Yeah. Went to like an old timey barber shop with this 90 year old man who hated the radio station (laughs) we worked for, which was stressful. That was fun. Yeah. We we get to New Jersey and we find a guy who works for the uh, funeral home, cuts dead people's hair. So that was a no go. (laughs) Found another guy that stunk like cigarettes. Then I found a very nice lady, but she went on vacation and we were renting a house at the beach and then we're not. So so finally we have settled on a person. I've gone a couple of times now. Very nice. Like him a lot. Yeah. Get a phone call. You're like, oh, I hear the message from your hairdresser. I'm like, yes. what's the problem? Is she dropping me as a client? So what is it? She's she's dropping yeah, me as a client. You automatically assume the worst. That wh- who? What kind of hairdresser drops you as a client? You're like, you're so terrible. I'm dropping you as a client. I mean, if the shoe fits, look at me. <laughs> I wouldn't want to sit there and cut my hair. No, come on. I so knew what's that, that wasn't the case. So she is... You told me she's quitting, uh, no, so that means she's well, dropping. No, no, no. The reason she called, first of all, was you have an appointment that's coming up in a few weeks, uh-huh. and she scheduled a vacation for that time, which is what I told you. Now, how does that was going to happen? How does well, it happen? She probably just chose. It was a last minute vacation, and so she has to call all. I know, of her but clients. don't they have a computer that has a like a list of what her appointments are? She's just going to well, tell her. They do, and that's why she's calling all the people that have an appointment during the time she's taking a vacation. Shouldn't so, she take a vacation when there's nobody in the calendar? Well, that probably doesn't happen because, like, like you will schedule your appointments for months in advance. I haven't scheduled; it was like weeks in I, advance. I have been scheduling your appointments. You've gone to her three times now, and I scheduled all of those appointments at the very first time you went in. So, like, I scheduled you know two months in advance. Did so she? Wait till August or something? No. I bet you she's got nobody no. in August. So anyway, she's going on vacation. <laughs> so you think this is totally normal just to give somebody... It happens all the time. What am I supposed to do? I she need my haircut. She gave you a 20-day note. It's like 20 days that she's going on vacation. Fine. So that was the reason number one she called. And that that's what I thought was happening. I said, I bet she's just going to be out of town or she's got something going on. But then she says... And also, just so you know, I'm not going to have you come to the salon you were coming to. Yeah. I'm actually going back to my former salon, so I'm going to have you go there. I'll send you the address. It's about a mile up the road. I thought you said she was opening. Is she opening her own no, salon? She's no, going no. back to where she's she used to work. She's going back to where she used to work. Well, that's I, always a terrible idea. Well, let me tell I you. said uh, right, right. <laughs> I speak that, from experience nothing, here. Right. This is how you end up having 16 different hairdressers in five years. Right. The, not, once you break up, you're done. Yeah. Like it's, that's it. Don't go back. So at first, when I hung up, I was like, okay, no problem, not a big deal. Right. I told you what was going on, and then I kind of got to thinking. She's like poaching us from the salon a little bit. Like mm. you, I don't, I don't. I'm sure she has a contract, and she. I don't. Well, well I don't we don't know. have no I idea. Don't know. I don't know. But well, I, don't I do know. feel bad for the guy that owns the place, right? Because I feel like wait, you're going to another. So it's not a chain place. So it's yeah. not another chain. She's literally taking us from one salon to the other. And I grant you, we are her clients. We came, and she's the only person we've ever seen in there. But I just wonder, like. What behind the scenes is that okay? Like, can we just go to another salon now? Well, who cares? Now I feel feel special. I like the idea that I was selected (laughs) as worthy of being brought to the next. Now I kind of like this whole scenario. This makes me feel special and important a little bit. Well, she chose to bring you back. Well, sure. Because what she could have done is just said, "Look, I'm moving to another place, and unfortunately, I can't bring you." But you know, this uh, this girl over here can cut your hair or whatever it is. So, like, if that had happened, then I I think I'd be. But this makes me feel special (laughs) that she wants to. She does. There's a little risk involved by stealing me away. Okay, you're being poached.
I feel dirty about it. I'm like it. eggs. I'm being poached. <laughs> well, what? You feel dirty about it? Like you're betraying the salon? Just, we didn't ever tip the guy that owns the no, place. No, we didn't. We always went to her. I just don't know that you're supposed to do that. Because now my thinking is- What are we is, supposed to report her? Listen, now- To the hairdresser no, police? My thinking is, is it's not that she's on vacation. Yeah. It's that she's calling all of her clients before she puts in her notice. Yeah. Taking a vacation. Taking a vacation in between the end of this job and the start of a new job. Yeah. And then that's when she's starting. And that's why- So it's not technically- it, The reason it wasn't in the books is because it was not planned. Yeah. I think she's you're quitting. absolutely right. And I she's think we quitting. should also follow this exact same game plan. Oh, yeah? Think, yeah. <laughs> I think we should take a page from her book. This woman seems like a damn genius. Over to the celebrity hotline, this gentleman will be appearing, not only a comedian, by the way, a movie star, mm-hmm. be appearing at the Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank. So what a luxury. What a surprise to see a big, shining star like this man come to the Basie stage. Legendary stuff, okay? We'll have uh, tickets all week long. Show info, 1071theboss.com. Those tickets go on fr- uh, go on sale Friday for the March 2nd show, but we got them for you all week long. He's also got a new special out. This is Dane Cook. Good morning, Dane. How are you, buddy? What's happening, man? Oh, man, it's great to talk to you. We're big fans, so thank you for being on with us. Congratulations. We're pumped. A new special, and you're premiering in IMAX out in L.A., so that's a big deal, too, huh? Yeah, we're uh, having the first showing at the famous uh, Chinese theater on Hollywood Boulevard. We filmed it uh, for the big screen, but then the next day, it'll be on every other screen online. <laughs> now, this is all new material, so we finally got some new Dane stuff, so this is exciting, too. You've been working on it a long time, I'm sure. Yeah, I was, I was wheels up and ready to film it uh, March 2020, but as we all know, the world shut down yeah. with the pandemic, and then I was sitting at home with a comedy special that I had nowhere to film it, uh, but that's where I came up with the idea to finally have people up to my home, and I filmed it, uh, two shows on my on my front lawn with the <laughs> legendary director, Marty Kulner, at the helm, yeah. and uh, and here we go. Now it's ready for people to see. It's, it's a great show. I got to tell you, uh, going back, looking at some of your comedy specials over the year, maybe Vicious Circle is the funniest comedy special. I mean, with due respect to Eddie Murphy Raw, it might be the funniest comedy special of all time. So I cannot wait to see some new stuff from you. Oh, man. Dude, I got a very quick Eddie Murphy story. Yeah. Really, I'm glad you brought Eddie up. Because <laughs> I grew up, you know, just Eddie was one of my absolute heroes. And when the movie Good Luck Chuck came out, I went to the premiere. They have like this, you know, fun Hollywood premiere. and Everybody walks the red carpet and... It was just a great night, and my, a friend of mine comes up and goes, you'll never believe who's here. He goes, Eddie Murphy showed up. And sure enough, there's Eddie Murphy at my movie premiere, and I didn't even know Eddie. I'd never met him. I just, you know, was always a fan from a distance, so I went up and I thanked him for being there. He said, man, I know you do a lot of work with the community, and I, you know, noted some of the stuff that you've done to, to help, you know, foster kids. I wanted to come here and support so the lights go down, and the very first funny thing that happened in the movie, in the dark, all I hear is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, who knew that Dane Cook did an Eddie Murphy impression? That's fantastic. fantastic. Oh, man, I like that. I'll tell you, uh, and this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but I have a friend that loved your, your stuff. He'd quote you all the time, and apparently he loved the line where you'd say, uh, yeah, a little B&E. And he would say this all the time. He's like, what do you say we do tonight, a little b and E? I'm like, all right, Dane Cook, easy, pal, easy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be good to see some uh, some new stuff. Now, is this on all the streaming services, or which streaming services is Dane? No, no, I'm, I'm doing this first window. I mean, it might end up on a streaming service, but right now all I'm going to do is have it directly through DaneCook.com, presented by Moment, which is a great new site that helps uh, entertainers, 
you know, kind of control their IP, you know, get it to the right fans the right way. Um, and so we'll see what happens a year from now, but right now it's only going to be directly online to fans. Okay, got it. Just making sure we understood all of that, because I think people just assume, oh, I guess I can go on my streaming service and find it. But no, don't do that. You go to Dane's website and you'll <laughs> you'll figure it all out. What's next for you as far as uh, movies? You doing any more? I mean, you've been at uh, Captain America. I mean, what are you doing next? Can you give us any sneak peeks? The next thing, the next thing that I'm going to do is uh, the next year we're filming a documentary, which I can't get too into, like, the nitty-gritty of it, but it's going to be pretty funky, man. It's a documentary about uh, all the insanity that happened with uh, with my brother, who was my business manager, and the whole thing about putting him in prison and that entire wild era of my life and career where comedy was at its skyrocketing high, but I was dealing with all these, you know, kind of like real dark corners personally. So a very funny documentary with some Empire Strikes Back darkness at the center. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're not going to get in trouble because your handler said, don't bring any of that stuff up. So this is you bringing it up, right? I'm not going to be in trouble? That's right. I, I always say, if I bring it up, then I'm cool talking about it. But sometimes other people bring it up in like such a weird way that it's like, I didn't even know how to answer that question. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't going to bring anything up. I wouldn't want to upset Dane Cook's handler. You no. know what I mean? <laughs> he's he's got a guy that'll beat me up if, it, if this is. Yeah, that's right. If this doesn't go well, there's a there's a guy who beats you up for interviewing Dane Cook the wrong way. We don't want that to happen. But <laughs> anyway, man, it's great to meet you. We're looking forward to the special. Thanks for giving us some time today. Thanks for that Eddie Murphy story. That was great. You guys, you got it. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Thanks, brother. <laughs> I like that Dane Cook. He's a funny guy. Yeah, funny guy. Yeah, he is. We Absolutely. might have to no might have doubt. to go see that one at the base. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's but again, that would require you to be around people you don't know. I know. I was as it was coming out of my mouth, I was thinking that, and I'm not crazy about <laughs> Well, you know what, though? You're familiar with the Basie. You know the theater. We've yeah. been there been several the times. So yeah. you've been on the stage. So I think it. I'll might... be there on Friday night. We're introducing right. Tusk. So maybe it'll be a little bit easier for you because you know your surroundings. Yeah. Maybe. Hey, that know. Tusk band's pretty good. Yeah. You ever heard them? I've seen them on YouTube. I've not seen them live. So we'll, yeah, uh, we'll hang good. around and see a little bit of that. So. Uh, we'll be yeah, out there on great. Friday night for that show. It's like a, I don't want to call it a Fleetwood Mac tribute, but they do the songs of Fleetwood Mac, and they get a... Oh, I know. I, I'd call them a... I would. They're, you know... I, I Well, I mean, yes, they exactly are, but I, I just think it kind of implies like some sort of a lounge act, and there's so much... Oh, they're no. more than that, you know? Oh, they're way better than that. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah they're, they're actually really good. Um, Speaking but, of nights, uh, I got to be out. We still got to buy tickets to Joe's uh, charity event, which we mm-hmm. should uh, be hyping more here on the program. Uh, well, we we'll get a couple of more. We, you know, I was going to wait till it gets a little closer to start hyping it on the program. But okay. Since you bring it up, yeah, why don't you go ahead and do a little plug? <laughs> yeah. We're doing uh, for uh, the the same charity that we do uh, the uh, blast off for. See, I called it the blast off. The summer blast on off. Yeah. Summer blast off at um, I almost said Jenkinsons. <laughs> <laughs> Now they got Elvis Duran over there. We're not allowed yeah, in. I know it'll be a different. It'll be a little different. Elvis wasn't even there last year. He didn't even he show said, up. Oh, I, uh, he didn't show up. I think I have COVID. Guess I can't come. I'm gonna <laughs> miss all that, that beach traffic. Son of a gun. Yeah, I know. I he know. didn't even show up. Yeah, no, I know. Elvis and, and you know Elvis couldn't find a mansion to rent while he was down <laughs> there. Really. That was probably the other issue. There. Zing. Oh <laughs> uh, no, Elvis is great. I love Elvis. Yeah, he's he's a sweet. He's guy. the best. Really nice guy. But anyway. um... The same charity that we do our blast off for at Memorial Day weekend, my family's foundation, the Maureen E. Nolan Foundation, we're raising money, a uh, scholarship fund for Catholic high school seniors going on to college. What we're doing is we're doing dueling pianos up at Ferraro's, the third floor of Ferraro's in, in Westfield. But before the dueling pianos come on, we have Rich Meyer. Yep, funny guy. He's going to entertain us. 
uh, for probably about an hour. And then the dueling piano people come on. The savage dueling pianos is what they're called. And then they'll go for a couple of hours. So it'll be about three and a half, three, three and a half hours of entertainment. There'll be food. There'll be desserts from Bavella's. Uh, which, if you know that area up there, Bavella's is like a, a sick, crazy bakery, mm. <laughs> and uh, and it's all uh, the tickets are available. And here, here's the the easy part: it's mnolanfoundation.org. So mnolanfoundation.org. You go on there and you scroll down a little bit, and you'll see a little thing. You just click on it, and it's simple. You just uh, get your credit card out and buy the tickets. They're ninety dollars for one person, hundred and sixty five for two. And Rochelle and I will be there for maybe the first 45 minutes. That's a promise. <laughs> Why? <laughs> then I got to go. Then I got to go home. That's enough people for me. Oh, we're going to put the we're going to put the 1071 boss banners all over the place. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. You but, know, we're going to do that and we're going to, you know, we're going to have Autoland involved again as always. Mark is, you know, Mark Montanero. We love Mark there. Montanero, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'll make him stay a little longer, Joe. Don't worry. Once you get a couple drinks in him, he'll be all right. Well, Mark is kind of a, a big man, and I'm a little scared of him. So maybe uh, maybe if he's at the doorway blocking my exit, I may stay a little yeah. longer. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Mark, yeah. Mark frightens me a little bit. I don't want to upset Mark Montanero. Well, it's going to be fine. I mean, we haven't we haven't. I'm, I'm leaving a lot of this to Marianne about how we're going to set the room up and sure. all of that. Um, but uh, but uh, because she knows a lot about, more about these kinds of things. But I think what we're going to do is going to be a lot of high tops, a lot of small like tables for three, four, five people instead of having the big round ones. You know, that's pretty... I, I hate that. Yeah. It doesn't... You know, people find a table, they sit down, and they don't mix and mingle. And so uh, so we're going to have... Um, uh, and it's going to be probably around 90, 100 people there. That'd be so, great. So buy early. Yeah. Get them now. Yeah, get them now. They are they are selling. So so uh, it isn't like, you know... I mean, so so if you can get... If you can do it, be great. And, yeah. uh, you know, you'll help send some kid to college. So What's that website one more fun. time? M. Nolan foundation.org beautiful beautiful all right yeah. <laughs> all right all right well, that's good that was unexpected thank you sir you're that welcome was, that was awesome that's fine i promised i said this last week we came back our first show of the new year that i have a new year's resolution i am not going to overuse the little button we hear on have on the uh, radio control board mm-hmm. that makes my voice funny that we use for the food file excellent it's food file yes it's time for the food file i'm just going to use it for that and maybe one little aside okay and that will be all all right new year's resolution there it is. That's it. That's it. I'm that done. Was it. You have to be done now. Bet you're not going to Planet Fitness. All right. I promise. I'm done. That's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> okay. These are stories training about food, drink, beverages, sugary delights, alcoholic, yes. caffeinated, mm-hmm. carbs, chicken. Carbs and chicken. We got it all. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name of other diets. Cabbage diet? Keto, <laughs> keto diet? diet? What's the one where you're a caveman? What's it called? Caveman diet? No, there's another Paleo. one. Paleo. Paleo. That's Paleo what it diet. is. Paleo diet. Yeah. It's Paleo diet. It's the dinosaur diet. <laughs> Trinosaurus Rex. Looks like Big Jagger. You're all right, I'm really done. bad at keeping your New Year's resolution. Listen, I'm trying, okay? Terrible. That's all you can ask. I'm yes. trying. Uh-huh. Can't expect me to quit cold turkey. Stories <laughs> training this morning about food. Mars, you know, the candy people, offering all female M&Ms for a limited time to honor successful women all over the world. The packs will feature the green, brown, and purple female M&M characters. Oh, I see. Okay. I was very confused. For powerful women around the world, like... Oprah comes right. to mind. Sure. Is this really the best way to honor <laughs> these women is to have a green M&M? I mean, they, they kind of like sex her up and make her like the sexy M&M with the glasses and the heels. A little bit they it, do. It's kind of weird when you think about it, isn't it? It's also weird to think about eating a gender as I'm eating an M&M. I just want some chocolate. I'm just trying to eat some candy. A couple like, things about M&M's. Listen, there. I'm a fan of M&M's. They I, melt in your I mouth, love, not in your hand. I love right. M&M's. They all taste exactly the same. They do. doesn't matter what the color of the shell is. <laughs> this is true. It's just food coloring. They all yeah. taste exactly the same. And they're delicious. 
delicious. They are. Also, they have no gender. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. It feels weird to me to place a gender on a piece of candy. I right. don't. You're now, if you want to go buy awkward. some, uh, you want to go that sad aisle where they've still got a couple of leftover Christmas things at Target. Yeah. You want to buy some lights for next year? Mm-hmm. There you could have all male, all female. That would make sense. <laughs> but with M&M, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup people introducing a line of frozen desserts. Reese's has seven new varieties, tubs, bars, sandwiches, and cones, oh. all featuring the one-of-a-kind Reese's Peanut Butter Cup flavor. You know, why do companies wait until January 1st? <laughs> To introduce these amazing products when everybody and their mother is on a diet for at least three weeks. I think you just answered your own question. What are you doing? They're looking for your moment of weakness. Oh, it sounds amazing. (laughs) Oh, friggin' love Reese's. They're like a hooker at a casino. She she knows what she's going to get you. (laughs) That's right. Reese's peanut butter cups. Uh Like like a a hooker hooker at a casino. Mm, Yep. This is the food file. Nobel Prize winning physicist says the best way to cook pasta a.k.a. macaroni, is to turn off the burner midway in the boiling process, then cover the pot with a lid to allow the hot water to finish the job. You leave the hot water on the whole time, then turn it off, says you don't get an al dente pasta. I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe when I make hard-boiled eggs, I put them in when it's cold, and as soon as it reaches boiling, you then turn it off and put the lid on, let it sit for 10 minutes. So you do do that. I just don't know. Pasta could get kind of gummy if... You put it in, the water's not hot enough. So I just, I don't know. I I'm get, not sure. I think the issue here is that you, if you're impatient, you just need to pay attention. If I, you want to crank it up really hot and have it boil as fast as it can, as long as you're stirring it and you keep tasting it. I do this, do I you not? Do. You do. I keep about four or five minutes in, I keep taking out one of the macaronis, tasting and seeing how how the texture yeah, is, the, the consistency. Reason, that's the reason why you're taking the macaroni out and trying it. But I think if you want to <laughs> wait 20 minutes and let the water start to cool, let it uh, naturally become al dente, then fine. I don't know. But, I don't but if you know. want to just I cook don't... it fast and eat it fast, as long as you're standing there monitoring the situation, I don't know that you need to do I this. I also but... don't think you could use that method if you're using fresh pasta, because that only takes two or three minutes once it's in the water. So I don't... Sure, if it's fresh... I, I don't right. know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, he's a Nobel Prize winning physicist. Well, this is what he's studying. He got a Nobel... Chef Boyardee over here with his Nobel <laughs> yeah. Prize. A dairy plant caught fire outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin yesterday. It sent uh, melted butter flowing through the building as it went up in flames. <laughs> I didn't realize this, but butter can be flammable. Uh, yeah, it's got oil in it. So the would... runoff seeped into a large canal next to the business and clogged the waterway. <gasps> oh, no! Both butter and milk pouring out of the factory. It's literally the Milky Way. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> see what I did there? I see that. I see that. <laughs> That's just such a waste. It kind of breaks your heart, doesn't it? You got to come down there with a loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah. Help start dunking. Help know? him out. Yeah. What, excuse me, sir. You can't be here. I'm cleaning up. <laughs> cleaning up. Also having lunch. Just trying to help. Just dipping some lobster in the, right. in the river of butter. Perfect. There was a book we were talking about over Christmas that suggested you can eat at least parts of your Christmas tree. Yeah. And apparently this trend has picked up steam or picked up steam this holiday season. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of online chatter about this that growing number of households are eating parts of or all of their trees using using biodegradable, using the trees, eating the trees. Needles can be used like rosemary or bay leaves when you're cooking. Okay. And nutritionists say it is a good source of vitamin C. They can also be crushed to flavor gin or vinegar. The wood can be burned to make pine ash or for flavoring, for fertilizer. I got to say, this is where if you see a relative of yours pulling the pine needle <laughs> and then putting it on top of the chicken, you grab and you go, what are you doing? <laughs> it's a Christmas tree. We're not eating the tree, Grandma. What are you doing? 
I saw it on TikTok. You put your foot down and I you say we're not TikTok. eating the Christmas tree. <laughs> and you leave the wreath on the door alone too. Yes. You sick son of a bitch. <laughs> Goldfish says they're bringing back their Frank's Red Hot Goldfish crackers. I guess they did a limited Ooh. run of these. Now they're going to release them. They're crackers flavored with the Frank's Red Hot sauce. You remember when people could just put their own topping on things and now we have to buy the product pre-flavored because we're so lazy. We can't put our own sauce well, on goldfish crackers. I don't think it's saucy though. I, that's the thing. It's like a it's like a salt that's flavored like red hot so your your cracker doesn't get all soggy. I like this idea. It's delicious. I mean, I guess, but it's got the little tang, the little bite, the little salt. I love I mean, it. Pretty soon they're going to be coming out with lettuce in your salad that tastes like blue cheese because you're too lazy to sprinkle the blue great. cheese. Does it have the calorie count of just lettuce? That sounds great. No, it would Can not you have... make that? I love that idea. I don't even like blue cheese, and that sounds good. Oh, these mutant heads of lettuce <laughs> with blue cheese spots all over them. be like something out of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And finally, i got to mention this. There's a new study. Learning to Homebrew is the name of the website. They've found which states drink the most homemade beer. Hmm. Montana comes in number one, drinking 40 points. Eight units of beer. That's probably what you'd expect, right? Yeah, that's fair. You got Leroy and Jethro out there yeah. in Montana in the mm-hmm. middle of the woods making homemade beer. Nothing else to do. Followed by New Hampshire, North Dakota, okay. South Dakota. So I guess what we learn here is all the redneck states. Yeah, what you would assume they're out there. Are out there in the woods. Yeah, making their moonshine yeah. and drinking their homemade beer. See, if Ted Kaczynski had used his powers for good, not evil, he could have been a brewmaster. <laughs> he could have been Sam Adams, for the love of God. Making that big money. <laughs> yeah, maybe he could have gotten a shave. <laughs> Unabomber, too soon. Oh, come Food on. Food fall. In stay in touch anytime. Robbie and Michelle on the morning page, 1071theboss.com. I know we mentioned that, but we to invite you to check out our podcast that we post every single day mm-hmm. or to connect with us on any of the socials. You get the best moments of each broadcast. It's nice if you go and exercise, you put your earbuds in, yes. catch up on everything happening this morning. Yes. Minus the music, the commercials, the traffic, the weather, all that sort of <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Just the funny ha-has. Right. Robbie and Michelle in the morning, page 1071theboss.com. All right, time for Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. How about that? Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. We start at number five, as usual, and count down today. None of that business counting up. No. Number five, there's a Domino's delivery driver who's gone viral on TikTok, Instagram, for sharing a little video showing all the tips she makes throughout the night. Her name is Allison Green. She's been working for Domino's for the past year. So I just took my first delivery of the night. It was a cash delivery, and his food was free. 4617 and he gave me 50 and told me to keep the change. Whoa. I mean, is that a good tip? It's a $47 bill. She gave him three bucks. Is that a good tip? Oh, he gave her 50. Yeah. Oh, I thought he gave her a $50 tip. No. Oh, so she got a $3 tip out of yeah. 40. Oh. And it goes yeah. on. She shows little clips of 11 different deliveries and the average yeah. is like a couple of bucks You're each kidding. time. Yeah. I thought she had to do 20% just like a, a waiter or, or always, a waitress. I always do, especially when they're coming to my house like that. I mean, if I do a carry out and I'm just picking it up, I won't always do 20%. I'll do a couple bucks. But if they're coming to my house, yeah. like they put my food in their car. And they drove it around. I'm going to give you a good tip. But you, not only that, I think it's just the proper thing to do. I, I agree. No, I can see if you're just getting a drink at the bar and you sure. put two bucks down. Sure. Maybe that's not fair to I, bartenders. I, I don't, don't know. know. Now I I'm starting know. to rethink my choices. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm a world-class cheapskate, and I still think that giving someone three bucks on a $47 three, tip is just not right. Three bucks for anything is not right. What are you going to do with three bucks? You can barely pay the toll down the parkway with three bucks. <laughs> it's better than losing three bucks. I but, guess. Man, that's just not right. No, it's not. Number four, Variety asked Steven Spielberg on a red carpet what his favorite Seth Rogen Stoner movie was. His Seth is with him. I don't know if they're working on something together or what, but this okay. is what he had to say. We think he's talking about Super 
super bad. Having never been stoned, I don't see them as stoner movies. I see them as movies about a police officer giving solid sound advice to a young, impressionable person. <laughs> I just love that laugh. Oh, it's so the good. Seth Rogen laugh is just the best, it's isn't so it? So good. I don't know what he's doing hanging out with Steven Spielberg. I have no idea. And Steven Spielberg, I get it. You're... You're Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. You've never smoked pot. Yeah, You're perfect. Yeah. You're a bajillionaire. We got it. Right. Okay? <laughs> Make another E.T. and I'll be impressed. Because <laughs> <laughs> the last couple have been eh. <laughs> Number three, speaking of big movie and big movie directors, James Cameron said he's getting set to make part four and part five. He's already made part three of Avatar. Really? As you know, Avatar 2 is still the number one movie at the box office, The Way of the Water. It's now the biggest movie released in the last year. At almost $2 billion. Oh, he says wow. he knows what he's up to for the next six or seven years. I posted this on Twitter when the movie came out and started doing well. I cannot, for the life of me, understand what the appeal of these films are and why they are so... I'm sure there's somebody who'd be interested, but yeah. why are they these big blockbusters? Like, I see Transformers. Not my thing. Right. Not my deal. Right. But I get it. It's fun. You get big machines. They're beating the crap out of each other. There's action. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg is in it. Sure. Fine. Sure. I cannot, for the life of me, understand what is interesting to people about Avatar. And I must be right because I posted this on Twitter and nobody said anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody disagreed with you. Yeah, and I mean, me? if there's any place where you're going to find some guy who's going to disagree with you, yeah. it's on Twitter. I, Nobody disagreed with me. I don't know. I'm not necessarily into the Avatar thing, but I no. did see the first one and thought it was very good. I Again, I just can't get past the three hours. What more does he have to say? He's done two movies now well, that are three and a half hours. Long, so we've got seven hours of Avatar. Part three you, is already done and will come out. Insane. And then he said he's starting to work on four and five. Insane. It's, it's totally l- insane. It's a lot. Also, I'm still mad about Top Gun getting knocked down at number one. <laughs> a little upset about that. Uh, this is America. Okay. Okay. This is not Avatar Navi or whatever Got the hell it. it is. I feel the need, the need for speed. Number two, Mel Gibson was asked to be the Grand Marshal of a Mardi Gras parade in New Orleans, but the invitation was rescinded after Uh-oh. the negative reaction from those participating in the parade because he's been accused of anti-Semitism oh, and this sort of thing. Really? Also, he's Mel Gibson. What is he doing in a Mardi Gras parade? Because when you think fun guy... <laughs> you think Mel Gibson? I, not who I think. You think Passion of the Christ? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do we need, we don't want Mel Gibson at our Mardi Gras parade, even if he hadn't put his foot in his mouth on multiple occasions. Yeah. Not exactly a party animal. No, probably not. I'd be afraid he'd beat the crap out of somebody. He's kind of a scary guy. He is. He's intense. So I don't know who thought that was a good idea. Well, I, he's a big name. I mean, it would definitely be a big name to have. But I'll I tell just... you, you get is Steve Gutenberg. There you go. That's who you want. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus story for you. There's a robot lawyer. You heard that right. A robot lawyer. Actually, it's an AI, an artificial intelligence, that's going to help someone argue a case in court. They're fighting a speeding ticket. There is a website, do not pay.com. You get your earbud and you get the phone on, uh-huh. and it'll speak to you. It's listening to what's happening in the courtroom, and the AI can hear the words and then tell you what to say back to defend yourself in court. Interesting. Absolutely true. Is that legal? The CEO of Do Not Pay says there's no need to inform the judge to know what's going on. Is that legal? I don't know. I mean, I guess if you... Yeah, anybody can have representation, but I think you have to disclose that you have a lawyer with well, you, right? right, you do have to disclose. Because I think they ask all, you, you represent it's yourself. On, it's on all your court documents. It'd so be that's... pretty cool if they had a little robot come. <laughs> Hello. Good afternoon, Your Honor. <laughs> that's... This, this officer clearly pulled over my client. Yeah, I'll be interested to know if that will pass in court, if you can do that without necessarily saying that you're doing that. I don't know. That seems a little sketch. I rest my case. Also, I need to be oiled. <laughs> bonus, bonus story for you. Speaking of technology, this is crazy. This month, as of the first of the year, AT&T customers that have a landline no longer able to dial 411 or 0. Company spokesperson says these services 
are available on the internet, there is no reason to have the service available on a phone. Oh, really? Yeah, so if you've got their whole thing where you get Wi-Fi, this is if you have the, Wi-Fi well, right, and all of right, that. Right. They say you should be able to pick up your phone. Who are you, AT&T, to tell me? Yeah, how do you know that I know how to do that? I mean, I... Also, what's the difference between 411? 411 is to, for a number, it's right? information, And what is zero, then? Is that the same thing? Zero is the operator, so I don't even know that... I can't remember the last time I called. I don't necessarily... 411 is information. I only know that because they say what's on the 411. That means info, but... I'm bringing it up know, on the boss control board right I don't know right why here. you would... Because you used to call zero to connect you to another call. The service you are calling is not available from this location. Hmm. Let's try calling zero, see what happens. That was 411. Okay. Yeah, the call's not going through. It does just doesn't do so anything. I guess you can't, you can't use 401 or zero already on these. And, land. On well, it's the, after the 1st of January, so. Wow. I don't know what service we have here in the boss studio, but. That's very interesting. It don't work. And nope. <laughs> I got that going for me. And number one, you truly cannot have snakes on a plane. TSA revealed that a man going through Tampa International Airport over the holidays tried to bring an emotional support pet boa constrictor. <laughs> Through security. Oh my gosh. He was not detained, but he did have words with officers arguing that he had paperwork saying that the boa constrictor is his emotional support animal and legally he is allowed. Well, I guess there's an exemption for potentially dangerous animals where they cannot be brought into public places as your support animal. Enough is enough. I I agree. (laughs) So I don't care if it's your emotional support animal. Samuel L. Jackson says no. No. Tuesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. Sean Colvin, she's 67 today. Remember she had that big hit song, Sunny Came Home? Oh, yeah. The lovely Miss Pat Benatar. You could uh, get some tickets to see her today by mm-hmm. listening to this radio station. She's 70. George Foreman, probably more famous for his grill than his boxing now. He's 74. Donald Fagan from Steely Dan. Rod Stewart. Rod Nabod is 78 today. National Poetry at Work Day. National Cut Your Energy Cost Day. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But don't dial 411 because di- ain't nobody there to help you with it. Not going to Ain't help. nobody answering. Nope. It's an emotional support boa constrictor. Wow. Crazy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Never ceases to surprise me what people try and bring on an airplane. And that and that uh, operator in 411, wow, that's a, a chain, end of an era. You know? Well, I guess it's available if you have so, just a landline. But if you have internet service and a phone, it doesn't allow you to connect you know what I'm saying? If you get the bundle deal. Yeah. No, I don't know why that's a thing for them. It must be a cost-cutting measure of some kind. But I mean, I can even remember, like, my parents, when you used to have to call someone long distance a lot of times, yeah. you'd have to, you know, hit zero first yep. and then say, I'd like to place a person-to-person call or something mm-hmm. like that. I never understood that deal at the office. you got to press one or nine or when do you do the thing before the area code. It's very confusing you to me. You have to get an outside line. It's like a roundabout. I never know who's get the right away. I just, <laughs> I just wing it and hope for the best, you know? <laughs> no, I don't really know. <laughs> I really don't. I'm just a dummy. And well, that's some... why they usually now, you know, it's changed a lot. When you go into a lot of these traffic circles now, it used to be, you know, pretty much every man for himself because they weren't, they weren't um, signed or anything. But a lot of them now, they've, especially the one, the one on Route 34, right by that place that sells the flags there. Yeah. Um, that one, they completely changed that last, beginning of last summer. And um, it used to be where you just, you know, blew right through it. And uh, now the, you know, you're supposed to yield and do this and do that. And it's, it's very it confusing. Gets, it, it took a little while to get used to it, to be honest with you. But um, I'm convinced yeah. most people do. Can I make it without hitting anything or anybody? And if the answer oh, yeah. is yes, in their mind, they go. I think that's they pretty go. much how people handle the roundabouts. 
What do you mean? I yelled. I I, I yielded. What are you talking about? I right. yielded. I just didn't. I just. He, it he was, was just going a quick yield. faster than I thought. And this is how it is when I pick up the office phone. I just go. I don't know. I'm gonna try dialing one in the area code. See if that gets me. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't really know how to use this thing. There we take a look at the old CBB, the community bulletin board, community groups. Organizations, businesses, charities, all trying to give back, putting on fun events, maybe raising awareness, raising funds. Mm -hmm. That's what the CBB is all about. If you get an event you'd like us to mention, you can always send it in on the Boss Text Connect, 732-774-4444. You can send it to us on Facebook, a little direct message, or uh, do it at 1071theboss.com. You can always see a complete list of boss events, station events, and community events. We do this every morning on the radio, though, about 620 and 835. Fulfill New Jersey's Student Change Hunger Donation Drop-Off continues this week through Friday only. Donations can be dropped off Route 66 in Neptune. That's uh, 3,300 Route 66 in Neptune. Students change hunger. Monmouth Ocean Counties has collected enough poundage and monetary funds to total 81,000 meals. Wow. That's a, a lot. 81,000 meals, which is really That's amazing. amazing. Fulfillnj.org for a complete list of eligible uh, donations and all the info you might need. Renault Winery and Resorts Winter Wonderland in Egg Harbor City is hosting a special movie night. Movie Night on the Ice. It's going on Friday night, 5 to 8. They're showing Ice Age. Oh, that's such a fun movie. Can I get a little Sid the Sloth? Sid the Sloth. Ice Age, Sid the Sloth. You were hoping I was going to... a winery. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. RenaultWinery.com slash Winter Wonderland for all the details. Brunswick Square Mall is hosting a talent show. Nick Cannon will not be there hosting oh, the talent man. show. He's busy making baby number 43. <laughs> Goes on a Saturday, 5 to 8 in Center Court, though. Auditions are going on right now. If you'd like to be a part of it, it's free and open to the public. Get the info how to audition. Shop Brunswick Square square.com to register and maybe drop off your Christmas gift that you don't want. You know? you Do a little exchange. A little exchange, a little return. Plus, John Robbie and Rochelle and the Boss Roadies are going to be out Friday night at the Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank. It's the uh, Light of Day Festival. Tusk performing on mm -hmm. Friday night. We'll be in the lobby live from 5 to 7 and then introing that show. So come on and see us and Super come to that fun. show. We don't have tickets to the show, so you no. got to get your tickets, but then come and see us and win some prizes on your way in to see Tusk's part of Light of Day at the Basie Center for the Arts Red Bank Friday night starting at 5. There you go. Just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB. That was the Community Bulletin Board. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Full disclosure, we had something all planned and ready to go. We had to scrap our plans last second because it turns out um, Michelle Amabile was on the boss Facebook page asking a very similar question. There's an yeah. online trend about the number one song on your 23rd birthday because mm -hmm. it's the start of 2023. And I see everybody posting this on Facebook and all of that. And apparently Michelle did it yesterday. We were going to try it out this morning. So she screwed us all up. Well, luckily, She's just more on the ball than we are. She's <laughs> just scrolling that phone nonstop. It's like it's an yeah. appendage to her yeah, thumb. It really is. She's very good. Well, luckily, we it. sprung into action, and we have come up with, and by we, I mean Rochelle, has come up with <laughs> a backup plan. And this is actually something else I saw online yesterday. A lot of people uh, marking the one-year anniversary of Bob Saget passing yeah. away, which yeah. was a real shocker. I mean... It's one thing when Betty White or Queen Elizabeth, you say that's, oh, boy, I can't believe the day's here. But on the other hand, they're 99, 97 mm -hmm. years old or something. Mm -hmm. But you, Bob Saget was such a shocking, somewhat mysterious circumstances as to exactly what happened. If you recall, he, they found him in a hotel room and he hit his head or hit something. His head. And didn't realize that he had hit his head, you know. Yeah. So a terrible story. But we lost Bob Saget, a beloved TV dad from Full House, one year ago, yesterday, January 9th of 2022. Mm -hmm. So I got us thinking, is there a celebrity that you still have not gotten over. You just can't believe it. I know she was 99, but Betty White Betty White is a great answer. Comes to mind. 
Robin Williams. I still, yeah. I have a hard time. Honestly, I loved Robin Williams so much, and I have a hard time watching anything that he's in now. This I, is going to be a controversial thing to say, okay? But I loved Bill Cosby back in the day. They loved the yeah. Cosby show, so I was so bummed to learn that he's a horrible man. Right. But it I, almost makes you feel that same way. Like, but I just, have been flipping past, uh, you know, Nick at Night or whatever that still runs the Cosby show. You watch a couple minutes of that. Hilarious. Yeah. I can't watch Robin Williams today and I find can't. it as funny as I used to. Like, no. you watch those old clips with Johnny Carson and it just breaks your heart because, you know, he was so sad inside. I, I just want to hug him go, Robin, it's okay. I you know. know. And I get emotional thinking about it. I know. It. Me too. And there are several movies where there are little scenes and snippets where you can see some raw emotion from him yeah. or it seems really he seems kind of sadder and I can't I honestly cannot watch it like I it, the kids wanted to watch Hook over the holiday oh yeah the Peter Pan t- movie and and he plays Peter Pan and I I could I couldn't that's I, a sad movie I couldn't watch it that's I was a like, sad I movie yeah. I can't watch this I it's I just not fun to me anymore it's really sad we were watching uh, that new movie on Netflix the uh, Glass Onion Oh, the yes. Knives Out, the oh, mystery movie. Yeah. And uh, there was a little surprise cameo from Angela Lansbury. She must have mm-hmm. filmed it right before we lost her a couple mm-hmm. of months ago. So that was kind of a, oh, it's a murder she wrote, lady. Oh. Yeah. The other one for me is John Candy. And yeah. I know he was, I was young when he passed away, but I. My I was mo- on the air. I remember I was just starting out. I remember seeing the, this is back when you get the paper would print yeah, out the news reports. Yeah. It was like, actor John Candy. I think he was like 45 years old. I, I just say, I love that movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I, I mean, I thought he was just hilarious and my yeah. mom loved him and it was kind of something we'd watch together. And when he passed away, I, I remember being really young. I was heartbroken because I had actually. I, I didn't necessarily... Well, I mean, I kind of met him. I did. I was a kid, and we were at Bloomingdale's in Chicago oh, that's shopping. Right. That's right. And I got to meet him, and he was the nicest, I mean, nicest guy ever. That the, And this is before you had a cell phone, you know... Yeah, he's I, one of those you wish you had a picture, right? Yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, I was a kid, but I, didn't have, I don't have a picture That'd with him. That'd be a but, great picture. It's too I bad. Know. Is there a celebrity? You still really haven't gotten over it. You know, they passed away. That They're no longer around entertaining us. Celebrity death, you still go, oh, man, that's mm-hmm. such a bummer. Who is it? One-year anniversary of poor Bob Saget. 732-774-4444-774-4444. I got two lines ringing now, but we got two open, and I'm sure you'll get through. You can also do it on the Boss Text Connect, which is the same phone number to text, or on Facebook. Those are next. Well, it's kind of cold as you walk outside. Joe, have you been outside yeah. yet today? Oh, it's neat. Uh, no, I haven't been outside, but I, you can just tell when you come into the uh, you come into the little traffic center down here when it's cold, because there's no, there's no heat down here. Oh, mm. really? In my bed, but it's it's never cold and it's never hot, you know, because it's it's underground, so it never really gets uh, either one of those. But every so often, I got to turn. I have a little, a, you know, those fake electric fireplaces. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, so I turn that on and and it heats it up pretty quick. So, but right now it's not on. So I don't know what it was about this morning. It's about what it's been. I think thirty three, but well, it's just so cold as you walk out. So yeah, I recommend an well. extra. You get a nice scarf from Santa Claus. I recommend putting that on this morning. So. Mm-hmm. Rochelle has got her. Um, go Rochelle's got her winter coat and her, uh, and her hat on. And her hat on. <laughs> I told her so she looks cold this morning in the station. Well, it's, it's cold outside. Cold it's cold, in cold inside station. and outside. I told her she oh, looks okay. like uh, Neo from the Matrix. She looks like Keanu Reeves <laughs> with her big long coat marching down the hallway. I'd like to point out that my coat is pink, <laughs> not a black leather coat, but that's okay. You don't have a black leather coat on? No, no, but it is long. It's like one of those long pea coats. You look very intimidating is what I'm trying to say. Well, good. I want to be intimidating. I'm just freezing. It's. I swear the air conditioning is on, and it blows right at my head. So it, was, I just, it was cold when we got in the car, too, so it's just, just a warning that if you're just about to head outside, it's one of those mornings where... So oh. chilly. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> chilly morning. Yes. But this is what we're. This is the kind of uh, amazing content we're coming up with this morning about how cold it is. 
That's the information, man. It's, it's all, good it's to know. You know I didn't realize. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't realize I was going to have to scrape the window when I got out today. I didn't know it was that You cold. didn't scrape nothing. You turn on the defroster. That's what I do. Don't kid around. I should have scraped yeah. it, but I'm you know not what? that I'm person. with you. I yeah. can't be bothered doing that. I'd, <laughs> I'd rather... I'd rather sit there for ten minutes with the defroster going. Than you know what I Joe? Well, you know what I do, Joe? Is I turn on right. the defroster and then I I put the windshield wipers on with the you do the little spray and it gets the frost yeah. off of there. But you got to keep the yeah. windshield wipers going so it doesn't freeze up again. Because it's going to freeze right up. Right. Yeah. So you do that for like a minute. You're good to go. Yeah, you're good to go. Once, See, I, once the engine once the engine warms up a little right. bit. You're yeah, good. I like the scraping. I kind of imagine myself like I'm distributing uh, Italian ice. You know, <laughs> you know, like the uh, Saturday in the Park song. <laughs> A man selling ice cream. I kind of imagine I'm scooping Italian ice, and that gets me through scraping my back window. No? All right. All right. Just... Well, if, well, if you're on the parkway. <laughs> yeah. Let if you're on a parkway, what, Joe? Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. Just, you know, here we go again. <laughs> just trying to share a little life hack. That's all. No, that's awesome. No, no, no. I'm glad you like to sing the Saturday in the Park I didn't say I sing the song. Oh. I just said I fancy myself, you know, like I'm working... Uh, a lemonade stand, an ice cream stand. It helps you get through what is generally an unpleasant task, scraping the ice off your windshield. That's all. No, that that's absolutely true. You're that's absolutely true. right. Yes. I, I trying to be helpful it. and creative here. That's right. All at the same time. All it's yeah, amazing, right? It is. No, it is. This is like it Cirque is. du Soleil on the radio. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> these, these feats of creativity we've got going here about how cold it is. Oh, man. It's another see him here, see him there. From 1071, the boss here, Robbie and Rochelle, in the morning. Going to talk to George in Brick and the Boss Hotline. Hi, 1071, the boss. Hey, how you doing? Hey, uh, did I win? Yes, you did. You were caller number 10. Caller number 10. So you heard Pink <laughs> sing that song, Try, and now you have tickets to go see her summer carnival tour at City Field, and you're qualified to head to Washington, D.C. We'll take care of everything for you, your accommodations, your travel. To get down there, go see Pink with Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo. August seventh, uh, Washington D.C. How about all that? Wow, that's awesome. My wife's gonna love that. Yeah, that'd be a nice little getaway for you and the missus. Another see him here, see him there. Tell him the radio station, please. One zero seven one, the boss. Get exact hours, songs you're listening for right now. One zero seven one, theboss.com. Just underway with this morning's He Said. He Said. We'll get to those in a second. I do want to mention that uh, it could start right after 9 a.m. this morning. Well, it does, but it could happen right after 9 this morning. Between 9 and 5, every work day this week, Monday through Friday, we're going to play a song by Pat Benatar or by Pink, mm -hmm. which I realize is a little weird, but Pat Benatar is out on tour with Pink, who, by the way, people go, she's not classic rock. Well, I guess she's not classic rock, per se, well, but she is a classic artist. She's been around for almost 25 years. And Pat thought it was okay to tour with her. Well, that's the deal. Is you, get, uh, you get a rock legend like uh, Pat to join your tour. Right. We thought you might want some tickets to go. So Pink is going to be at City Field, part of her summer concert tour, her summer carnival tour mm -hmm. in August. We'll get you tickets when you hear that song. Could happen right at 9 a.m., could happen right at 4.59. It'll happen during a workday. If you want to know exactly when, go to 1071theboss.com and sign up, and we'll send you a little email with the time and the song you'll be listening for. And then if you're a 10th call, you get the tickets, and you qualify to go to Washington, D.C. to see that very special Pink concert with special guest Pat Benatar and husband Neil Giraldo. Yeah. See him here, see him there. Again, everything you need, 1071theboss.com. Okay, so don't try and remember everything I just said. It's right there on the website, so when you get to work or whatever, just yes. look it up. Right? Mm -hmm. Talking about uh, celebrity death this morning. Remembering uh, Mr. Saget, yeah. we lost a year ago. Is there a celebrity you just still can't believe that they're gone? You haven't gotten over it. Michael said Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> okay. I mean, it happened quickly. I don't, you know. I, I, I know. I don't mean to chuckle about it. I'm sorry that she passed, but I just think that. 
I don't know, it just sounded a little creepy because she was that pinup girl for so many young oh, boys. So I yeah. wonder if he's well, being... Well, I'm sure that was probably part <laughs> of it. I wonder if he's it. being weird about I'm it. I'm sure it was probably part of it. We got a text from 0278 that said Phil Hartman. Yeah. Man, there's a talented guy yeah, right there. That was that was crazy. That's shocking. That's crazy yeah. story, yeah. And Jacob said James Gandolfini and Christopher Reeve. Both for his head. Yeah. But yeah. luckily we have a rest area with no family bathroom honoring the memory of James Gandolfini. <laughs> I'm one sure the, he's very proud One of, of the worst restrooms on a highway. <laughs> I mean, come on. Show some respect to Jimmy Gandolfini. Hi, it's the Boss Line 1. Yes, hi. Good morning, Robbie. Hey. How about Ted Knight? Ted Knight. Ted, yeah. Caddyshack. Caddy, yeah. He's funny in that movie. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it's that's tough. going back a little, but uh, yeah, I, I kind of miss He died, what, in like 85 or something like that? Long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but he was just up there with John Candy, though, too. He was just as funny as he was, you know what yeah. I mean? So I, I did like him, you know? So. I, I agree. Thank you, my friend. Have a good day. One is on the boss. Hi. Hi. Good morning. How are my favorite morning show personalities today? Oh, oh hang on. I don't see them anywhere here. <laughs> I, oh, oh, you mean us? So oh, okay. Aww. Thank you. I do. I do. I listen every morning, um, and I it really puts a smile on my face as I drive to work. But I'm calling about the he said she said yeah. um, celebrities that are no longer with us that we miss. Yeah. And um, I just tuned in, so I don't know whether it has already. Williams. Uh, Robin Williams, you said? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, yeah. that was what Rochelle was talking about. It really it's, does break your heart, like doesn't it? It's heart-wrenching just yeah. to see him now. Yeah. I know. he's, But fortunately for us, there's such a large body of work that he left behind. So we can find things, you know, to really enjoy his comedy and yeah. even his dramatic talent. I mean, he really was someone who was so special. Yeah, he really so. was. Yep, absolutely. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? All right, how are you? Good, good. I was listening as I was driving my son to school. Yeah. The, uh, the celebrity that, that, that still gets me, yeah. Chris Cornell. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. one of those ones that was just shocking. You didn't see it coming yeah. at all. Yeah. You know? Gut punch. Absolute yeah. gut punch. Yeah, he was a talented guy. Yep. Can't listen to a Soundgarden album without... without a little tear growing yeah, up. you get not, a little filled alive. up. And those songs are kind of emotional anyway, so I definitely get that. They, they very much are. But once you realize what the guy was going through, you really start to understand the words. Yeah, no doubt about it. You can still get to us, 732-774-4444. If you have one you want to tell us, 774-4444. Same number to text or on Facebook. Celebrity death that you still haven't gotten over. I know it's kind of a morbid topic, but we yeah. were just thinking about uh, Bob Saget's tracking, uh, trending again because it's been a year since we lost him. Mm-hmm. You got a celebrity stands out in your mind? Let us know. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. It's kind of a somber topic today, but interesting. Celebrities that have passed away, you still haven't gotten over it. You still just can't believe it. You're in a state of shock that they are gone. Got a text from 1030 that said Heath Ledger. Yeah. That and that's another tough. one. Yeah, I think it's really the ones that come out of left field. It's yeah. a surprise. And again, it's not that it isn't sad when a, a celebrity who's 80 or 90 oh, years old or something course, passes away. And it, you hate to see it happen. But when you get someone like Heath Ledger, you go, Heath Ledger? Right. I just saw him in a movie. Right. It's it, kind of shocking. And he had, a, he had a young daughter. And you right. just think about that. It's just really sad. As a matter so of fact, sad. I find it, I think of it, I think of him, the whole situation when you see Michelle Williams now in a movie. Yeah. And you go, man, there's a lot going on in her yeah. head. You know? Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Sherry said David Bowie, Alan Rickman, and George Michael. Sure. Yeah. It was just uh, David Bowie's birthday a couple of days oh, ago. Oh, right, right. Or should have been his birthday it anyway. Been his birthday, yeah. <laughs> Bob said Abe Lincoln. <laughs> I don't... Abe Lincoln. Why am I laughing at that? I, 
You know, maybe maybe I need to give you a little tough love and say it is time to get over it and move on. It's all right. Might be time. It's all I right. Mean, if, it, if, you're, if it's still affecting you, you know, it might be... <laughs> It's, it's okay, Bob. We're going to move on from this. It's yeah. going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Abe would want you to be happy. I think he would. I'm sorry Julius Caesar's dead, but, you know, <laughs> he's dead. King His Tut. memory lives on. King Tut would be up there as well. We can get over this one now. <laughs> Good morning. It's the boss. Yeah, I was calling about the celebrity that passed away. Yeah. I feel like it was a shock about Kelly Preston. John oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just watching a movie with the kids. What was it? The Jack Frost yes. movie. And she was in it. And yeah. I, yeah. You went, oh, my gosh. It's hard to believe she's not around. Yeah, that was definitely a sad one. No question. 732-774-4444. You can uh, text us uh, anytime to Boss Text Connect or on the Facebook page. We'll keep that going.